Welcome in to episode one of the Gym Podcast, the Godly Young Men Podcast. As we said in the promo, we are super excited about this. We've been, been talking about this for half a year now, at least. Long time. Long time. Trying to figure out, you know, what are some ways that we can help young men? Uh, we see a lot of just mediocrity, as we're going to get into with this episode, with young men all across the church, specifically in the Church of Christ. And so we thought, hey, let's start a podcast on it. Better yet, Let's start a video podcast on it because we know, I mean, we're we're pretty young. I don't want to speak for Joe, but I like to think of myself as pretty young. And so we know that there's a lot of intrigue with video as well. And so we wanted to kind of offer both avenues for, for listeners. And so as we get started, it is episode one. Um, we want to encourage you. Subscribe on YouTube. Um, right. We got a Facebook page. Like that Facebook page. Uh, you know, if you're a young person, subscribe on all your podcast platforms, Spotify, whatever. Um, and then let us know. We, we're trying to gonna we're gonna try to keep the channels of communication open. Um, if you have something that you'd like us to talk about, something that uh, you want to hear about, something you want our take on, again, let us know. Uh, yeah. You got anything to add well, to that? We're we're gonna be hitting this on Instagram. We're yep. gonna be hitting this again on YouTube, as you mentioned. YouTube Shorts. We're going to try to make this as easy for young men uh, to engage with. And part of this is gonna be we're not gonna be talking to the camera the entire time, just from a right. stylistic point of view. This is a conversation between Will and I and, and him being a good friend. Once again, we're passionate about these things and we want to invite you to come along with us as we talk about these things. So no, it's not all going to be facing the camera talking to you. It's going to be a lot of us talking to ourselves and or talking to each other. But we encourage you to, once again, subscribe, like, comment, um, especially make sure you comment. We want to know your thoughts on these things. The other thing too is if you stumble upon this and you are a mom, a dad, a grandparent, and you have somebody in your life, a young man, again, we're saying around ages 15 to 25, somewhere in that age range, and you think this would help them, do us a favor and let them know about it. Share a link to the podcast or if you're a YouTube person, again, share the link on YouTube, get them, get them excited about it. But we'll, we'll uh, stop with the, the promotional stuff right there. But again, we'd love to hear from you. But episode one, welcome in. Um, Real quick kind of intro for each one of us as far sure. as who we are. I don't want to bore them for too long. But, sure. Um, Joe and I, we've, we've known each other for I, – I, I was thinking before we started this, I think I can confidently say you are my oldest friend. And I don't mean that you are – you know, the oldest friend that I have. I mean, you have been my friend. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm old these days. Yeah, that's not what I meant. But you know what I mean. I yeah, want to yeah. say it was – my little sister was born in 2005. And I think that's the first time we came to y'all's house. I think so. She was less than one. Which would have put me at five or six years old. Super young. And so we've known each other for a very long time. You might know us from the Think Deeper podcast. Um, We've been doing that for a year with with Joe's brother, Jack. Uh, But we've known each other a long time. Gone on vacations, New Year's trips together. Um, A little bit about me and I'll turn it over to you. Um, I'm Will Harib, Brad Harib's um, son. I've been working with Focus Press uh, quite a while now. Obviously, my dad... Has has done it for a long time. So when I was your him. first book? How old were you? Um, uh, my dad. Well, we technically wrote the yeah. we co-authored the Alex series. The, yeah, that's right. The kids' books when Could I was be. ten, maybe I was say, ten really or young. But officially, yeah. we wrote Starting Line, which is a guide for new Christians. Um, seventeen, I think I was seventeen, okay. and I'm twenty three now. Uh, so I've been working with Focus Press for a while. Really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, that's enough. You don't need to know any more about me, Joe. How about you? My name's Joe Wilkie. Uh, I'm 28, and um, I am been working with Focus Press more this year. Obviously, been acquainted with Focus for forever. Um, I am a professional counselor, licensed professional counselor. I uh, have my master's in professional counseling. Um, more than anything, though, just that aside, I'm I'm a guy. Uh, 
we talk guy stuff, sports yep. stuff all the time yep. uh, in, a, in a text thread with you and me and, and Jack and uh, my brother. And so that's really what this is about, is us just, yep. as guys, yeah, we're, we've got our various things going on, but we're guys that care about helping other young men. We've been there. We're not that far removed from being young men ourselves. We know the unique challenges. We know the things that have, are, are really hurting us in the culture these days, and that's yeah. And that's the beauty of it is what we're hoping at least to do with this podcast is because we're not far removed from it. I think sometimes young men especially can hear a 40-year-old or maybe a 50-year-old you know, wagging their finger saying, Harping you, on them, yeah. you young men these days, da 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 And they kind of tune them out because it's like, man, you don't know what I'm going I did. through. Yeah. And you don't know the, the situation with schools. And you just you're, you are unplugged from the real world. And right. so we're hoping with this, we're not that far removed from it. I'm right. 23. You're 28. Um, obviously, a lot of the young men, hopefully, that are listening are not that much younger than us. Right. And so what we're hoping to do is is help with that as far as a voice that is not that old that can kind of hey we remember what it was like we know the ropes but, right you know not that we know everything of course but that we can kind of shed some light on what God expects once again but godly I, young men I think you hit on something important we don't know everything and that's right. part of this the aesthetic we're going for is no we don't know everything we're coming from a place of intrigue of curiosity how do we fix these things things that have helped us things that in my counseling practice I help with with the young men I work with, but just observations that we have of what's going wrong, what can we do to fix it. So this is a growth opportunity. This is our first podcast, you know, first episode. We're excited to grow with you guys yep. um, as, as we go. So that's, I guess, our little intro. So Joe actually is the one that I give him full credit. This was his brainchild originally. He, he kind of asked me, again, it's been months ago now, but he said, hey, what do you think about doing this? So Joe, I want to ask you, as we get started with this with this uh, premiere episode, this our first episode, what really gave you the idea for this podcast? And I'm going to take full credit for the name of the podcast. Yeah, Hopefully no, you think good. it's good because that was, that was my idea. But as far as the original idea for the content of the podcast, what got you thinking along those lines? My wife, actually. Um, <laughs> Very so nice. Credit to Alyssa. Yeah. We were talking. We've, we've been noticing. She's got some younger brothers and, and, you know, we've obviously, I work with some young men and... Um, we just see a lot of issues that are taking place in the culture and her brothers are actually doing a great job of they've started accountability group and they're working with one another and I mean that's really cool but we look around at most guys and it's like I didn't really have that I didn't I didn't I had you talked with you a lot talked to my brother a lot but we didn't have the camaraderie we were we had some unique challenges who's talking about those as you yeah. said maybe the 40 year olds that are Kind of look if "Don't Stop Believing" was was the big song on the radio <laughs> when you were a kid. Don't talk to me about my problems. Like you don't know yeah. millennial and and Gen Z culture now coming in, and now I think we're even hitting Generation Alpha. So, and if you think you know about it, it's probably a very stereotypical, yes, not exactly well thought out, and yeah, not it. very helpful. And so that's really what got us started: is looking around, going. We see a lot of, as we talked about in the promo, a lot of aimless young yep. men that don't have any direction as to where they're going to go. And so we're seeing just in, in life in general and relationships with girls and with, with you know fellow guys just in, in friendship relationships in their jobs and where they're deciding, what they're deciding to do in college. Yep. So this 15 to 25, I think we said, um, age demographic, we thought would be perfect because by the time I was 15... I was heavily into porn addiction mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of was wondering what am I going to do with my life? I didn't really know. Yeah. A lot of aimlessness. Well, I love that word aimless because we use it in the promo, used it just now. 
it's almost the idea of you're kind of looking around going, okay, you know, what's next? So like you're waiting for something to get handed to you yeah. as far as here's what you're supposed to do with your life. Here's what you should be pursuing right now. You just kind of – you picture some guy kind of looking right. around going, okay, what do I do now? We see that yeah. so often. Again, young men, and, and we're going to get into why we think that is. But, um, again, aimless is the best word to describe right. it because it's, it's such a problem and – I'm going to go ahead and ask the question unless you want to ask me. Let me answer the question first. Why is this so prevalent? We talked in the, the promo yeah. about you had 17-year-olds winning the Medal of Honor oh, 60 yeah. years ago. Yeah. You, know, you had um, young men starting families at 16, yeah. 17 years old. That, you know, now, what are 16, 17-year-olds doing? As, again, talked about the promo. Yeah. They're playing video games. They're not really doing anything to pursue, not really doing anything to chase anything right. other than kind of fun and, and doing what they want to do. And we see that continue all the way till mid twenties, right? In many cases. Well, there are biblical scholars that think that that Mary was somewhere around thirteen, fourteen years old. Wow. Whether that's true, I don't know. But there are biblical scholars and historians that think Mary's around that age, and Joseph's not that much older. Maybe and Joseph, 16, was, yeah, 17. that's right. Yeah. And there are people that think the the apostles are probably in the young men, eighteen to twenty one range. Because of the temple tax thing. About, yes. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. there are. It's interesting to think about going back to biblical times. Yeah, times have changed. That's what we're bemoaning is yeah. times have changed. Where did that go? Where did the Medal of Honor go? That wasn't that long ago that you're seeing young men going off the war, World War One, World War Two, um, Korean War. I mean, and, and men signing up and willing to give their lives for something. What are we giving our lives for? Call of Duty? Right. Like We're, we're not doing that. And so I am going to ask you that because I want your answer yeah. first. Why are young men not striving for greatness? Yeah, and that's that's really kind of what we wanted to title this episode or kind of make the theme of the episode, this idea of striving for greatness. Right. LeBron James is my favorite athlete, not a big fan of his political views or basically anything else he says, but love watching LeBron play. And that's kind of his, he's kind of trademarked that almost, like strive for greatness, right? right? If you look at his Instagram, that's what he hashtags pretty much every post, strive for greatness, right? And so it got us thinking this question, why do people not strive for greatness these days? And and not and that's that's a generalization. There are certainly people who right. do, but we're talking specifically in the church. Right. I've worked with young people in the past. Um, obviously, been around a lot of young people. You have as well. The ones that do strive for greatness are outliers. Yes, they big are time. very much the, the outsiders. The ones that everybody else kind of looks at and goes, "Whoa, those those people are kind of out there a bit." Right. And so to answer, I'm gonna, I'm gonna we're gonna tackle a lot of different areas. The first thing that I'm going to answer that question with is why are young men not striving for greatness is simply it has not been taught or modeled for them. Mm. And that's the biggest thing. That's I'm so gonna, true. That's so true. This is not going to be a let's bash older people podcast by any means, but I think this it does play into it as we start this to talk about how much parents, elders, and right. church leadership has failed young men. Big time. Um, because you think about how femi- feminism feminism has influenced society, how much it's influenced young men, kind of told young men, hey, pipe down, let, let the ladies take the, the front and stage here, yeah. you know, don't express your masculinity, toxic masculinity, you hear that phrase. And what have elders, church leaders, and even parents of these young men kind of done? Stayed silent. Yeah. Not really done anything. And That's so right. these young men have grown up thinking, well, I'm supposed to limit my masculinity, I'm supposed to kind of blend into the background. Yeah. And so a lot of this, again, as we kind of just get this thing started, I'm putting on the shoulders of the dads of these young yeah. men, specifically dads, of course, parents in general, but specifically dads, elders, yeah. ministers that are not that are not seeing this problem and seeing it as a problem that needs to be fixed. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a great answer. Right? We feminize Jesus and we feminize yeah. Christianity. You know, we look at the lamb side of Jesus and not the lion. And so, anytime a kid shows aggression or shows testosterone or shows yeah. 
you know, masculine things, um, we kind of quiet them down. Yeah. And, and be well, more like yeah. the girls. Exactly. Yeah. You need to be meek and calm and gentle and kind. Yeah, you do. But meekness is, is having that strength, being a lion under control. Yeah. If you never have, if you're not a lion, it's kind of like if I own a Prius, well, <laughs> I, I don't drive 200 miles. You could never drive 200 miles an hour. Yeah. It's, it's not a matter of could you. If I have a Ferrari and I drive the speed limit, that's meekness. Yeah. Right. That's, that's what we're striving for as men. And we've weakened it where we have a bunch of young men that they're aimless. They don't know where they're going. But we praise them kind of for that, for not yeah. having this, this oomph, this gumption to get up and go. Yeah, I want to go back to the concept of young men and the ones that actually do kind of strive for greatness, right? Yeah. And how they're looked at is weird. Um, yeah, I, so, I like that point. The several outline. months ago, I mean, about a month and a half ago, Deion Sanders, and you'll know this, mm-hmm. Joe is from Colorado Big, all of a sudden, Colorado University fan. Didn't care about it until Dion. Anyway, Dion, for those of you who might not know, Dion Sanders, one of the best NFL athletes of all time, just basically agreed to be the Colorado University football coach. And um, I want to encourage everybody who's watching this, go back and watch Dion Sanders' introductory press conference and then his speech to the players. So good. When he first walked in, he was getting introduced as the head coach. But it was so interesting to read the kind of reaction to Dion. Dion, basically, for those of you who don't have time to watch it or won't watch it, he walked in there and he basically told these young men, he said, look, you're not doing what you, everything you can be doing. Right. He basically kind of went off on them a bit and said, yeah. look, you're, you're not giving the fans what they deserve. You're not giving your parents what you deserve. And led into him, told them, look, you're not going to be wearing hoodies or, any of the, or having your cell phone out. Yeah, and just yep. really, his first meeting with them did this to him. And the reaction that I was reading online from a lot of people was, man, Dion needs to tone it down, right? That, that, that stuff doesn't work these days. And I think that's a, the perfect um, – yes. that, that perfectly describes what we're talking about. Is that exactly. when people like Dion Sanders come in and do stuff to like step that up. Yeah. And, and raise expectations, yeah. people go, whoa, whoa, we can't be doing it. We can't right. have any of those high expectation stuff. But that's what I saw with that. I don't know if, if you saw the same. The culture is afraid and, – and Jordan Peterson gets into this idea with dangerous men. The culture yeah. is afraid of dangerous men, men that can, that can achieve anything, men that – dare to be great men that take risks right the culture's afraid of that and so we actually kind of we shrink back yeah um and and we put the brakes yeah. on any guy that steps above like you talked about the outlier any guy that steps above that wants to be great we put the brakes on and we go hey hold on hold on you know maybe let's that boy Dion. that's a lot and i watched the press conference like man i felt like he, it was a kick to the butt yeah honestly and i don't play for the team but right. um i am excited to see what the buffs what the Buffs do this year. And the reason you haven't heard me talk about them is they're like 1-12 in 12 this year. <laughs> so, <laughs> they've kind of done nothing for the yeah, last Yeah, they've done nothing yeah. for the last like 20 years. But either way, most of my lifetime. Those Tennessee Vols on the other hand though. Uh, yeah, sorry. Now, that, now that we're down here, i got to go for the Vols. But it perfectly illustrated to your point, we don't expect much of men. And when we do, it's not the men that are like, yeah, you do need to step up. It's the guy that asks the expectations and says, hey, settle down, buddy. Right. And it's easy to do it in the culture. What's way worse is we do the exact same thing in the church. In the church. And yep. even even worse, a guy shows, a kid shows a little gumption for the word of God. He shows like, man, I'm really interested in this. Why don't you become a preacher? Yeah. Right? Why don't you become a preacher? And right. so the only kid that shows like interest in these things, the only mm-hmm. kid that's striving for greatness in his spirituality is told, you need to become a preacher because that's kind of weird. That's not what the average. You're not like the other kids, right? The plumber, the plumber, he's not spiritual, and and the electrician, and and the the lawyer, and the, you know, we all know lawyers. No, just kidding. Um, You know, the insurance salesman. Well, he couldn't possibly be as spiritual as you're trying to be, and so you must need to be a preacher. No, why can't I be an insurance salesman? 
you know, insurance agent, but why, still have a passion, still for, have Christ. A passion yeah. for Christ, still achieve greatly yeah. and take that, that desire to achieve greatly in my spirituality and, and use that to the rest of my life. We don't do that in the church. We separate them. We go, you're not like everybody else. Yeah. So we lower the bar and basically act like this is okay, but she's just really special. No, this is what everybody should look like. Well, and I want to, I wanted to bring up because something that I've noticed, I want to see if you've noticed the same thing. For a lot of young men, 14, 15, 16, it has become cool not to try, mm. right? If you're the guy that kind of walks in and you just, you know, I'm just not really going right. to try and all That's this right. stuff. You're, you you kind of think that you're cool, right? Newsflash, you're not cool. If you're that guy that's like, I'm just not going to try anything, you're not cool. Right. But we see that with Christian, with their Christianity, yeah, with their spiritual walk. Really they're not going to try in Bible class. Um, they're not going to try to get up there and lead singing, right. to get up there and give a speech, to, to basically go above and beyond for anything because, you know, I'm just I'm too cool. I'm not going to try. And so that there's there's no striving for greatness with their Christianity. There's no striving for greatness. And, and if they have that starting at age 13 – all the way up until our age, 23, 25, yeah. it's not like they're going to come back and develop it later. They've already been in that habit of for 10 years of right. just not really trying. Well, let's make them gonna, what's going to make them start now? That touches on a key point, though. And here's the other aspect of us not striving for greatness. We're afraid. We're deathly afraid of failure. Yes. Our yep. culture doesn't know what to do with failure. And so we're told if you fail, you're worthless. And right. We're not told that. Nobody's actually saying that. But that's what we get in the back mm -hmm. of our mind from a subconscious thought. So why do you think they don't try? Well, I'm too cool. No, if you tried and you failed, you look like a loser. Yeah. If you don't try and you fail, you go, well, I wasn't trying. If you don't try and you succeed, you go, I wasn't even trying and I succeeded. Look at how cool I am. Yeah. It's a great way to pump the brakes on you having to try and potentially fail. Yeah. So really it's a low self-esteem thing. And I think a lot of young kids have low self-esteem. Well, gee, I wonder why. Like... The porn problem and the, the video game problem and the you know lack of the ability to talk to people in real yeah. life, a lack of connection and actual I mean, you feel every part of the culture pushes us into feeling like losers. And then when we act like that, the only way we can save face mm -hmm. is by not trying and being cool. Yeah. yeah. So we have to get past and we're getting, wanting to save face. It compounds the issue by the fact that if you go to public school, most likely you're looking around all your friends. What are they doing? The same thing. That's exactly it. You're not know, they, trying. You don't have the example of the person that is that is trying right. to look up to because everybody around you is doing the exact same thing you're doing. Right. And, and if the kid who tries and gets hundreds on every test, you go, oh, I couldn't be him. Right. So I instead of trying my hardest and getting getting a 92, getting an 85 because, I mean, that's the best. I, I, I pushed with everything that I got. Yeah. Maybe I don't fully understand the subject. Instead of that being good, you go, I didn't try and I got a... You know, 60, I got a 69. Yeah. Like, a pest class is what it is. Yeah. No, it's not what it is. Like, right. you're failing and you're accepting failure because you're afraid to try and not get as good as somebody else. You're, there's always a bigger fish, Qui-Gon, right? There's always somebody who's going to be better than you. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean we shouldn't strive for greatness in our own right. personal ways. And that's what I wanted to, to switch into. Yeah. We've accepted mediocrity in so many facets of life. I, I mean, in so many facets. And, we and wrote, young men specifically. Young men. Yeah. Everybody. Let's be honest. Everybody. Right. But, Young men specifically, and I wanted to get into a few of these and get your thoughts on them. Yeah. We had written some down. So why are young men not striving for greatness? It was a long a long answer to say, I think we're afraid of failure. I think nobody modeled it for us. There's no discipleship taking place. Um, and I just think we don't we don't know any better. We don't know how, and we don't really know any better. And Man, somebody should start a podcast on this thing. This is this great, the yeah, exactly. Yeah. Here we are. Here we are. Um, here my send me, right? So when it comes to accepting mediocrity, Academically, we've touched on this. We yeah. just touched on this with getting getting the hundreds and whatnot. 
academically, now you've been working with youth for the last several years yep. at this point. What are you seeing school-wise? It seems to me that that has really ticked up. But what are you seeing school-wise in terms of mediocrity? Well, you hear the stories about how over the last, goodness, 20 years or so, how many times have they had to make the ACT easier or SAT? The, the, yeah, scores, the scores yep. have just tanked so much right. because our young people, and this is not specifically in the church, but across the United States, oh, sure. are performing terribly. And yep. so they're trying to improve the scores. Well, they make the tests easier. What I see specifically in the church is we do that with with um, Bible classes. Mm. And so I know oh, your yeah. question was about academics, but taking it back in the realm of Bible classes sure. just a second, the lack of striving for greatness thing, the not performing well, so what do we do? We teach them the easy stuff, right? Yeah. David and Goliath, we have a billion lessons on peer pressure every year or, or whatever <laughs> it is. Yeah. They never get down to the, to the deep things. They never talk about sanctification. They never yeah. talk about books that are difficult or passages yeah. that are difficult. It's all, let's give them... You hear the word, the phrase "cotton candy" a lot. That's yeah. what we're giving them. Truly, in many cases, but specifically for academics. So you can comment on that in a second if you want. But specifically for academics, I want to encourage if you are a young man, again, fifteen, twenty-five, or whatever, that's listening to this. You're in high school. You're in middle school. You're in college. Whatever age you are, give it your all with yeah. academics. If there's a subject that you are just really struggling in, you know how many different avenues there are to try to to try to improve on that. Find somebody to talk to that you can that maybe you know is good at that subject, and just say, "Hey, would you sit down with me for an hour a week or whatever and help me through this?" Basically, a lot of young men are thinking, "This is the best that I can do. I can't get to a higher level, so I'm just going to stay right here." Right. That's not true. Don't don't accept that right. as as fact. The fact that you can never get higher than the level you are. That's almost always not the case. My mom was was very smart. Shout out to my mom. Um, because I was homeschooled. I sucked at math and science. I just wasn't good. Um, did not come easy. I'm a therapist for that reason. We had one... We <laughs> not had an one, engineer, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We had one math class, statistics, re, uh, basically research and evaluation and statistics, Z-scores and Q-scores or whatever it is. And uh, and it just about did me in, in my master's. Yeah. Horrible. It's like I, I didn't get into it for math. She pushed me, and she actually got me tutored in chemistry, and she got me tutored in advanced mathematics, calculus, and trig. Um, and she said, I know you're not going to math. Because I kept telling her, Mom, I'm, I'm, I want to be a preacher. I want to be a therapist. Right? I don't need math. Right? That. I don't need math. She said, it's not about that. It's about character. Mm -hmm. This is a character building. If you push through this, if you, if you, you know, go to, you show up, and you actually try when you're getting tutored. I'm paying for this, right? You better be trying. Yeah. And you try and getting tutored, and you try your best that's what I want. Is yeah. I want the effort there, and I want the character to be built in doing hard things. And that's what if you if, if your mom had just been like, all right, you know what, son, you're right, you're fine. Yeah, don't exactly. worry about don't it. Worry what about would it. that have taught you at that that age? Cool. If I don't want to do something, or if it's hard, yeah. I'll just not do it. That's exactly. I can, it. I can give up. I'll and whine then, loud enough. Exactly. Exactly. And I'll get out of it. And so it's a character building thing. So academically, for the for the young man, if you're listening, push and push and push and push until you can't anymore. Why? Is it so you can look cool to your friends? No. Is it so you can please your parents? Not even that. It's so you can look yourself in the mirror and be proud of what you see. And say that I strive for greatness. I strive in this for greatness. Area of my life. That's exactly right. it. Well, man, I'm not good at math. Neither was I. Yeah. I still did it. Right? Did I get uh, did I get a hundreds on every test? Not even close. Yeah. But I pushed and I pushed. And it trained me. So when I went to college, plenty of classes that were just this sucks. I don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. You know what? I know push I should do it, it yeah. because I pushed through it. So academically, we have to push ourselves. We have to not be afraid of failure. That's going to be a key throughout all of these yeah. is don't be afraid to fail. Failure does not mean you are a failure. 
it means you failed in one area mm-hmm. and you're you're growing and you're learning and you're changing and you're being better but how can you grow and be better if you never push yourself and fall down and we've got a lot of areas written down that quite frankly we're not going to have the time to hit right. all of them in as much details we just did but sure. you think about how this can permeate every aspect of our life yeah. if you don't strive for greatness in your academic life yeah. most of the time you're also not going to be striving for greatness obviously we are touched on your spiritual life but the way you present yourself, oh, yeah. right? the way that you dress, the way that you try to look, uh, relationships, right. uh, athletically, right? You wanted to go off on participation trophies. I will let you go <laughs> for it there. But the, the point, I guess the point I want to make is that if you let this kind of negative aspect of, of just not striving for greatness and just not trying and you let that permeate one area of your life, it's going to spread. Mm. You know, you have to adopt the That's mindset right. of I'm going to strive for greatness in every single area of my life that I can. And so that you can, again, whether it's athletics, academics, spirituality, whatever, you're striving for greatness in every single one of those. I liked what you said. We're going to have each, we're going to probably have a, a we've got a ton planned. Um, right, an episode on every An one. episode on every single yeah. one of these. I love that you mentioned presenting yourself. You know, it, it, there's, there's a subgroup of young men that don't take showers that often. Greasy hair, right? They don't present themselves. Their clothes aren't wearing basketball shorts or joggers every yeah, day. Every, yeah, everywhere they go, just basketball shorts. And, you know, it's easy and it's like... You say, why does that matter, Joe? Why does that matter? Does that even matter? What's wrong with just wearing basketball shorts? It's a mindset issue. Yep. It's, it's, you know, I want to be presentable. I want to walk into a room and people take me seriously. When you walk in with your greasy hair and your, you know, your shirt that hasn't been washed in three days and that you've worn, you know, every, all three days, it's, it's how people take you seriously. Yep. And so coming back around to the presenting, you know, presenting ourselves, the dating and relationships, we're not striving for greatness there and taking care of the woman. Why? Because we don't know how and yep. we don't know why. Going back to our key principles here, right? And you had talked about earlier, one of the things that a lot of, and I was finding this in teaching youth, taught the youth for a couple of years um, at one of the churches I was working with, we, we never understand why we do what we do. Well, don't fornicate. Don't sleep with your girlfriend. Okay? Well, don't cuss. Well, don't drink. Don't vape. Don't do all the things that, that kids kind of are, you know, well, you need to get off TikTok. Don't, don't stay on social media too long. Don't stay right. on video games too long. We get a lot of don'ts. Why? Mm-hmm. What's bad about it? Why shouldn't we? We're going to answer those, not, yep. all, not you know, specifically each one in this episode. In subsequent episodes, we're going to answer the whys to those things because that's what we're lacking. Yep. We don't know why we're doing it, but we also don't know how. And so in all the things we listed... The accepting mediocrity, and again, academics presenting ourselves, dating and relationships, jobs, athletics, Christianity, and our spiritual walk, even in our recreation and in our hobbies, we're accepting mediocrity. Yeah. We need to know why we strive for greatness, but we also need to, to know how. Reach out and ask somebody, how do I get good at this? YouTube is great. How do I do this? And right? let's be honest. You look around your congregation. You look around your circle or whoever it is that you hang out with. You can easily identify the ones that are striving for greatness. That's exactly it. Who's going somewhere? Right. You can pick them out very easily versus the ones that are not. Right. And so, man, I don't want to say don't hang out with the people that aren't, but honestly, kind of, right? Choose to associate yourself with people who are striving for greatness and hang out with those, even if they're 15, 20 years older than you, that you look at and you go, that's what I want to be in 10 years. That's what I want to be in 20 years. But my buddies, you know, they're a bunch of numbskulls, right? But but my buddies, well, we're all just having fun together. Yeah, and it's okay to have fun. We're not saying don't have fun. But you know what's not fun? Being a loser. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> the 
come from personal experience. It's not fun to be a loser. It's not fun to make forty grand a year at age twenty seven. That's exactly yeah, it. It's not like, fun to work McDonald's for the rest of your life. It's not yeah. fun to do those things. Now your buddies are there, nobody cares. Yeah. Right? It's fine to hang out with your buddies, but you want to reach up. If you're the best person in your age group, if you're the smartest, if you're the best looking, if you're the, the most driven person and everybody around you is kind of a leech or that pulls you down, yeah. wrong friend group. Yeah. Pick a different friend group. This is how we begin to build greatness is who we associate ourselves with, understanding why we need to be great, understanding how we get there. And, and I love your idea. Find somebody in your church. Find somebody in your community. Find somebody who's going somewhere and go, how do I get there? What do I do yeah. to, to, to get to that We place? didn't even hit on the area of health, right? Uh, like we, yeah, don't, we don't strive for greatness on, with yeah. our health or the way we look or anything like that. Um, but we are going to hit each one of these That's in right. much greater detail yep. with more episodes. This one is this first one is kind of the, we wanted to set the stage. That's right. We wanted to make this the kind of overview for you know where we want to go with this podcast. Right. Again, young men are not striving for greatness, and there's really no other way to put it. Yeah. It's high time we actually start. And so the way I want to wrap, unless you have anything else to, no, to kind of add there, as we get ready to wrap this, we up. got we got probably another three hours we could go. We but could. Yeah, we're gonna yeah, wrap. We're, we're gonna wrap this one. Um, New Year's. We're here, right? Yeah. It's New Year, 2023. And so I got two questions. Sure. Uh, we're going to try to keep it lighthearted and do some kind of fun stuff here and there. It's not yeah. going to be all, da, 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 you know, very serious the whole right. time. But um, first of all, any New Year's resolutions? Again, here we are in January 2023. Yeah. Uh, we, what you got for New Year's resolutions specifically? And again, New Year's resolutions are a way you can strive for greatness. That's exactly right. A lot it. of people look at it and they're like, yeah. Sure, I guess I'll you know write something down or whatever, and then yeah. what by January thirtieth, <laughs> if that it, right, yeah. yeah, it barely lasts. And so, want to encourage our listeners, and if you're fifteen, twenty five, whatever, man, set some goals, Certainly. try to hit them. Certainly. That's what this is all about. But anyway, go ahead. So, background on our listeners, for our listeners, um, Will and Jack and I have been an accountability group, and we've had a couple other guys in, involved as well. But we've consistently been in this for two, three years. Yep that we set goals at the beginning of the year, we have accountability to meet those goals. And we're checking in in November. We check in every Friday. Yeah. How are things, right? Because, man, it's so easy. If it's just you setting it, your willpower grows weak. That's everybody. Don't yeah. feel bad if your willpower grows weak. That's why we have accountability. Two things I'm setting. I'm getting rid of this. I feel bad for all the people <laughs> having to watch from the side, watch my fat face. I started in November, um, end of November, going to the gym with my brother. Three days a week, we nice. got a Peloton, nice. you know, hitting that. So at least four times a week, um, trying to work out, trying to trying to get strong and, and yep. you know lose as much weight as possible. So that's a big one for me is developing proper gym habits. And at this point, having you know six six weeks, whatever, um, proper gym habits. Right now, it's now I'm getting used to waking up at five and, and going to the gym. Yeah. So I want to lose, and I'm not gonna say specifically. How much? Because I don't think it's about the weight loss as much as it's about the habits to get there. I want to live healthier, specifically hitting it at least four times a week. Yeah, you know, doing that. And the second one I think is, and you know this for me, it's going to be the same that it's been, which is prayer life. Mm-hmm. My prayer life. It has not been what it needs to be, and I want to strive for greatness in that. And I was doing some thinking. We had a Bible class on it, and I've had some other thoughts on teaching Bible class of all the things we do that kind of hinder our prayer life. Yeah, all the aspects like fasting. Laying on of hands, confessing our sins to one another, those things that are kind of taboo that we don't do, mm-hmm. all of those are surrounding prayer. Yeah. So I think we can supercharge our prayer. That's something I want to look into in this new year is developing a deep prayer life. Mm-hmm. Um, but how about yourself? So my wife and I did, as you know, a 75 heart challenge yeah. last year. Nuts. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, 75 days straight where you have to do the way we, we have sort of modified it. It was two 45-minute workouts every day. 
um, gallon of water a day, 10 pages of reading a day, and you had to pick some kind of diet you got to choose, but you had to stick to that for 75 days. Unbelievable. It was really cool. We were glad we did it. So we're gonna we're going to uh, Florida here in a couple weeks. And so after that, what we want to do is we want to do another one of those. Nice. Uh, another seventy five challenge. But what we're gonna modify it a bit even more. One forty five minute workout and then one Bible study for forty five minutes every day. I love that. Um, the first time we did it, we didn't incorporate anything spiritual with it, but we wanted to this time. So I'm gonna do the gallon of water, the ten pages of reading. Nice. Um, I'm gonna try to only eat sugar on the weekends. That's going to be rough. I don't diet typically. Oh, man. Um, oh, you don't really when I to. did it a couple months ago, I, I cut out fast food, which yeah. was actually pretty nice. So I might do that again, but I really got to limit the uh, sugar intake. That, that's my drug of choice. Well, this time of year. Exactly. I mean. Exactly. Going on vacation here yeah. to Florida here soon. But anyway, um, so yeah, uh, love to always set reading goals for the new yeah. year, water goals, exercise goals. So we're just going to try to do 75 days. I love it. Hard challenge starting after we get back from Florida. And we will keep you updated on how that yeah, goes. That's right. That's um, right. As we go throughout the year, built-in accountability. Right. Exactly. Here. Built-in exactly. accountability. So if I fail, I will. I will let you guys know. Yeah, there you go. But um, seriously, again, new year, set some goals, and we're going to have a whole podcast episode on setting goals. Of course, um, strive for greatness. Yeah. Strive for greatness. Achieve amazing things this year. Make 2023 a year where this is cliche, or we're going to forget by February. Strive for greatness. This has to be a motto in your life. Yeah. That you implement, and, and you got to look around at your life, and you say, well, I am striving for greatness academically. Good for you. Are you doing it in every area of your life, or just the areas that come easy? Yep. Be willing to fail. Be willing to fall on your knees and, and have to get back up again. That's how we grow. But this year is going to be one to strive for greatness, and I love your goals. You know, that's something that we're going to be looking to do, and we want you to set as, as you know, again, hold us accountable. Set your own goals. Find your own accountability group. Um, we may look to do something like that in the future of, of having an online accountability group for if, if this podcast grows. But last question, yeah, favorite New Year's memory. We have a lot of them together oh, because for ten wow. years, this was the first year in t- eleven years. I think it might be eleven years yeah. that we have not been in Florida for New Year's. We've right. done that every single year, not right. this year. That's why we're going about a week later. But I digress. Favorite New Year's memory. My memory's horrible. I put him on the spot. We yeah. did not prep this before. My memory is yeah. absolutely horrible. Um. Yeah, well, it's it's a tradition every year for us to go to Waffle House. Yeah, I knew that. You took mine. Yeah, yeah, sorry. And um, I remember the first year we went with my brother-in-law, Jack Dodge, and you know him, great guy. <laughs> yep. And I remember the first year he went and he did gravy on his waffle. And I thought he's the weirdest guy I've ever The waitress seen. looked at him. The like waitress he was, the was like, guy too. <laughs> yeah, like I've never seen that order. And uh, that was that was a really good memory. So always, you celebrate, sip till midnight, of course, in 24 cents. God bless Waffle House. Exactly. American yep. institution. Classic. Yep. Um, so that's always, always fun to go do that on New Year's, one in the morning. You know, it's just, you don't know what you're going to find sometimes. Highly it's, recommend it. Don't go, obviously, you can't drive yourself. But if you're old yeah. enough. Man, oh, yeah, big time. And go. depending on where you're at. The, also true. Yeah, the yeah. parts we were in Florida, people showing up in suits from a cocktail party they've been to, like, it's the nicest, swankiest Waffle House I've been in. So. Seriously. Yeah, is that, so sorry, yeah, that's, that's what I was yours. Yeah. Again, we, we would stay up. When we were in Florida, we would stay up and drink the sparkling grape juice and yeah. watch the fireworks sometimes that would go off on the beach. Just have a play games, have a really good time. Good time. But then Waffle House at 12.30 in the morning, very hard to beat. We'll definitely, yeah, we'll yeah, definitely we're gonna, keep that up. That's right. Um, anything else for our gym podcast listeners as we wrap up? we got a lot of exciting things yes. coming. We touched on so many things we wish we'd go into now. We could keep talking for, for ages. Um, these are going to be individual episodes, the importance of reading. And, and you know, the, this is the reason we started with this. We're going to wrap with this. The reason we started with Striving for Greatness is that's the point of this podcast. Yet again, yep. in everything we talk about, it's how do we get great as young young men? How do we achieve amazing things and go back to what we used to be? 
where we were tough. We were full of testosterone. We were masculine. We weren't we weren't pushed aside and made like one of the girls in the culture. We're not girls. It's good that we're guys. It's yep. good to be a guy. We're proud of being guys. Doesn't mean it's wrong being a girl. We love we love the women in our lives and and it's fantastic. But hey, it's good to be a man. And yep. that's what this podcast is for. We're striving for greatness, and we hope you'll join us as well. Follow us on Instagram. Subscribe on YouTube. Um, let that's us right. know, again, what your comments are. We're probably going to end up doing, again, if it grows, some kind of live chat or something like that where you can join. But for now, we thank you very much for joining us for Episode 1 of that's the right. Gym Podcast.